Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. My name is Deb, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. This is our first teaching session for the Wise Woman Abides book. We have been reading through the love of God, which is uh, started on page nine and ends on page 30. Don't forget to look over your reading schedule that you have. And today we, I'm really excited because I'm here with my dear friend, Crystal Willis. Hi. Hi. Yeah. And uh, Crystal is an amazing woman of God who has been uh, through a trial for the past few years and she is amazing at learning how to uh, helping people learn how to stay in the love of God, even when you're going through a trial. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Crystal is the one who made these books. Yes. <laughs> she has been on our team since the beginning on the foundation team, since the beginning of help club for moms, she designed all of our books. She created the covers. She did the fonts. She does the printables, every single thing like this. She created this. I mean, everything Crystal is our volunteer that does that. Isn't that amazing? So thank you. Yes. She's amazing. So ladies, get ready. You're going to love what Crystal has to say. So if you're going through a trial or if you're feeling bad about yourself, it could even be like your self-talk that you have that's, you know, you, you feel bad about yourself, whatever reason, right? You, maybe you have self-talk that you've been saying to yourself a lot your whole life. You know, maybe you look in the mirror and you hate what you see, or, or maybe you're going through a trial, or maybe you're having a trial with a child, or maybe you're going through shame, or maybe you're struggling with unforgiveness, whatever it is. Today's session is going to help you so much. And so Crystal, tell us before you get started, tell us about your kids and tell us about what you do. You're a busy mom. Yes. Yes. So I have two kids, Mm -hmm. a son and a daughter. Um, We homeschool. So this time of year is really a lot going on, trying to get ready for the new school year. And, uh, yeah, and I love the mom. warmth of summer. So I get sad to think that it's coming Yeah, because we live in Colorado. Yes. And it's cold. I know. <laughs> winter. I hate the long winter. I know me too. But this is a good time of year, but we are busy, but I'm so glad to be here with you guys mm-hmm. today. So Crystal, mm-hmm. if you were saying to our dear friend here watching the video, how do you stay? Cause I know that recently you even had a kind of a big, setback and yes. the thing you've been going through with your trial and you could have just felt the walls closing in on you, mm-hmm. but what did you do? Like, what can we tell these women mm-hmm. if they're going through a trial yes. or if they need to know how to stay? Jesus says, remain in my love. Mm-hmm. How can we remain in his love? How can we not be wanting to go uh, on social media yes. or, or, or try to find our worth in, in our marriage or try to find our worth in money or our house or go drink a bottle yeah. of wine or yeah. whatever it yeah. is, how we cope, go, go watch a movie. I mean, which is, that has its right, place right, obviously, right. but I'm just saying, instead of going to something from the world, yes. how can we go to Christ? How can we center ourselves mm. on Christ? And you are a boss at this. Thank you. Only through trials. Right? Only through trials. Life experience. Life, but yeah. yes. Um, yeah. So ladies, the, the biggest thing, thing is alone time with the Lord. Um, I definitely have been intentional about my time in that way. And so I feel like the biggest thing I could tell you guys is just to carve out that time with the Lord. Um, Ideally, you know, in the morning, if you want to start your day that way, but I'm also talking a little bit further where you're 
like, for example, I was able to go to a place where they have a prayer room and I had just the space for myself and the Lord. And so I was going to share some ways that you can get into um, um, open mindset to feel that love mm-hmm. um, and to kind of walk in that and walk that out. So I, I, yeah, I want to challenge you to really um, to take it a step further if you can. And I know there's a lot of logistics, right? There's a lot of, but yeah. what you're saying is an everyday thing. Like every day yeah. you remain in the love of God. I remain in the love of God by spending time with Jesus. Oh yes. Right. That is the number one thing. But then sometimes when life happens yes, and you are going through a big heated trial, yes. there's instead of turning <laughs> to the things of the world, go totally. and spend an extended time with Jesus. Very good. Yes. Yeah. So this is different than like just your every day plugging into the Lord. This is like you're kind of in crisis mode, damage control, rather than like Deb's saying, go in an outlet of somewhere else that isn't um, healthy for you. It won't fill you up exactly. Maybe temporarily, but it won't fill you up long-term. Seek, seek Jesus uh, as your priority. And, um, and, and that is where your help will come from, right? Yes. <laughs> so that help comes from the Lord. Exactly. Where does my help come from? The maker of heaven and earth, right? Yes. Okay. So, so you found someone to watch your children and where did you go? Yep. So we are so lucky here in Colorado Springs. Um, We have a ministry called every home for Christ here and they have these adorable little rooms that are called prayer grottos. They're amazing. And they're this little room and you can reserve them and go in and, and just for as long as you need pretty much and spend time doing worship, prayer, read your Bible. I mean, journal, it's just a space for you and the Lord. And so I went there on a really hard day in particular and um, I brought my Bible. I have this whole big bag of all my books. <laughs> I, love it. I love books. I have a bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bring all my books and uh, I even have my computer so I can pull up a worship list for myself. And um, I sought the Lord. And in particular, this topic, the love of God, part of my journey has been um, finding out how much God loves me and mm-hmm. learning how to accept that. So talking about that negative self-talk and things like that, this is all part of that, Lord. How do you see me? Okay, you love me, but like, what does that mean? And even in the newsletter today or for this week, I mentioned, you know, mom to mom letter. Yes. It's like, how, how can I grasp how much you love me? How wide and long and high and deep is the love for you, a love for me? So this is what it's, it's focusing on for you guys. So that is. That's really what it is about. So tell us, what did God show you? So, and you guys, you may, obviously, if you don't live in Colorado, you're not going to have a prayer grotto, (laughs) but there's got to be something somewhere that you could go. You could have the kids go away somewhere, or you could go to a quiet coffee shop, or you could go sit in a hotel lobby in a corner of the lobby Mm -hmm. where it's really quiet. I do that a lot. Um, just go get alone with the Lord, mm-hmm. get up early in the morning. If you don't have anyone to help you, you can ask the Lord to get you up early, yeah. but what did yeah. you do? How did it help? What did you read? Okay. So, um, some of the materials I'm going to f- share with you today are ones that I am currently in. There's one author in particular, um, Henry Nowen, mm-hmm. who I absolutely love. And unfortunately he's passed away, mm-hmm. but he has thankfully left us with tons of little books they're not big and they're just special and they go deep. So he's been speaking to me. I'm going to read to you a little bit about his, some of his stuff as we go on this video. Um, but I wanted to share Psalm 139. First oh, that's the best Psalm. I know it's my I favorite love that song. in the whole Bible, mm-hmm. all the entire Psalm. Oh, there's a couple verses I'll omit, but almost the whole thing, it just melts my heart every time. And so this has kind of been my life verse. And I never knew it when I, 
first, I first remember finding it in my uh, early 20s. And I thought it was amazing then, but just how it's walked with me over life and how now it means even more than it did then. And so uh, part of this week is going to be that Psalm activity that you're going to talk mm-hmm. about. But I want to read to you Psalm 139 um, from my Bible right now. Okay, so give me a sec here. Get my glasses on. Okay, Psalm 139. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. You hem me in behind Mm. and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. I'm going to skip a couple verses and then go to 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So So your favorite song. Yeah. I mean, you could dissect verses for years in that (laughs) one, in that one Psalm. And so that is just the most beautiful thing. I feel like my identity comes out of this Psalm. And so your identity in Christ, that's all kind of part of, I feel like accepting Lord's love. Like I have to be secure in who I am, who God made me to be before I can really accept God's love. Yeah. So that yeah. is why this Psalm has spoken to me. And can I share the yeah. the verse now? Okay. Or not the verse, the book. So um, is this backward? No, it's upside. It's right. Oh, up. it's right. Yay. So Henry Nowen, Life of the Beloved. Mm-hmm. This is my great book. Oh, one of my favorites. Uh, and it's short, so you can read it all the time. Um, but I wanted to read in particular, um, I know it's a little bit of reading today, sorry, but I do love reading. So um, <laughs> I wanted to read you a quote from him in this story. And you might see a lot of parallels between Psalm 139 and what he's writing. And so I want you to almost close your eyes and listen as I read this, because it helps you to get the right mindset of um, accepting God's love. And this is what I did actually in that alone time is I read this to myself to get myself ready. It's weird. I had to like talk myself into it. Anyway, here we go. Close your eyes. Okay. I have called you by name from the very beginning. You are mine and I am yours. You are my beloved. On you, my favor rests. I've molded you in the depths of the earth and knitted you together in your mother's womb. I have carved you in the palms of my hands and hidden you in the shadow of my embrace. I look at you with infinite tenderness and care for you for care for you with a care more intimate than that of a mother for her child. I have counted every hair on your head and guided you at every step. Wherever you go, I go with you. And wherever you rest, I keep watch. 
I will give you food that will satisfy all your hunger and drink that will quench all your thirst. I will not hide my face from you. You know me as your own, and I know you as my own. You belong to me. I am your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, your lover, and your spouse. Yes, even your child. Wherever you are, I will be. Nothing will ever separate us. We are one. Love that. Mm. I know. So I read that and immediately got me in the right mindset. So that's part of it too. Okay. So kind of prepping your brain, do some worship. Um, And then I, I close my eyes. And so this is, (laughs) I didn't make this up, but this is another advice from Henry Nowen. If I could read Mm -hmm. one more quote, please do. Because why, why be silent? Right. So he says here, um, Prayer becomes more and more a way to listen to the blessing, okay? The real work of prayer is to become silent and listen to the voice that says good things about me. So we're talking about prayer too, so be in prayer about this, but it's this special thing about silence, and it's hard. He talks more about this in the book, but um, actually how hard it is to not do anything, maybe turn the worship music off and sit there with your eyes closed. He challenges us for ultimately one day to do it in an hour. I mean, he's he's a pre, he was a priest, so he had more of that solitude time. But I did about five minutes, yeah. and that was about <laughs> my limit. But um, try five minutes. Let me tell you, it's challenging. And so then, in that time and space, is where a lot of this special work happened. So <sighs> this is where that dream comes in. That I was oh yeah, tell us your dream. Okay, so. Back, and, okay, I want yeah, to say something before you tell me about your dream. Okay. Sometimes God's, I feel like God gives us an anchor. Right. Ooh, like yeah. something, like maybe he'll have something happen to you that is good or someone will speak a word mm. to you that you feel like is from the Lord. Yes. Or you'll read a passage in scripture that will really encourage you. You had a dream. Mm-hmm. Um maybe you'll be in prayer somewhere. Something will happen before you start going into a really hard trial. I think Mm, sometimes totally. And you got this dream several years years ago. Yeah. yeah, That it's meant the world to Mm -hmm. you and you've been able to cling to it during this season. And guys, if you are going through a trial, ask the Lord to give you something to hold on to. Like this is my thing that Jesus gave me. Uh, and I, I keep it with me all the time. I have one on my refrigerator. I talk about it at a health club. It's just Jesus walking on water, reaching down under the water to pick me back up. Mm. And, uh, that's my go-to. That's what God gave to me. Ask him yeah. to give you something for yourself, but she got a dream. Yeah. Yeah. You it can was, ask God for a dream. It was amazing. You can, yeah. So yeah. Sure. Um, it, it was a long, it was like five years ago. We'll say it could be even longer, but, um, Essentially, I got to see Jesus in my dream. And Tell us about your dream. How'd so it, it was like a multi-leveled um, building, essentially. And there were escalators and elevators and things going up and down. And I'm zooming around and I go to the floor and um, all of my extended family was with me in this big building. and But I wasn't with them. And I get off the floor and I see Jesus and I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, like you got to say Jesus. But like, they're just zooming around and going on all these other levels. And I was like, they weren't listening oh, to you say Jesus yes. is here. Right. They were just going up and down yep. the elevators. Yeah. So that was frustrating, but I'm like, I can't miss this. Right. So I go in and then there's Jesus and he's kneeling down to me and he's like putting his hand out, like 
come, come, come. And so I had this, like Deb said, this anchor. So now I have this vision in my head of Jesus, like a visual, and I'm a visual person, you know, I do graphics, blah, blah, blah. So that spoke to me. And um, so I sit on his lap and I'm talking to you. So that for me was my anchor, my framework. So in this silent place, this wait, five tell minutes, us about your dream though. Well, about the, yeah. So about his eyes, I mean, the eyes I of know. Jesus, right? I, it's so, so yeah, amazing. His eyes in my dream were just like these dark circles that had no end. Like they just kept going. And it was so pronounced to me that it stuck with me. Um, I even see it like in our little communion cups. Now, if I look at the wine, sometimes I can actually feel like I see the eye in that dream. It, it, it's crazy. I don't know. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Do you guys, why don't you close your eyes just for a second? Mm. I think everybody needs to get a picture of Christ Ooh. in their mind. Well, that would be amazing. Okay. So mm. I have one of him. You have one. Yeah. Ask mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus, right now, could you give everyone listening or mm-hmm. watching the video or listening on the podcast, could you please give them a picture of you in their mind? Yeah. And so whatever he looks like to you, just look at him. Mm-hmm. And what do his eyes look like? They're filled with compassion. Mm-hmm. I know with mine, he's smiling at me. He's looking back at me, he's smiling got big eyes that just are mm-hmm. so kind mm-hmm. and just stay there for just a second and just focus on his face. It's just like that song, mm. you know, and the things of this world will grow st- strangely mm. dim in light of his glory and grace. You know, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Mm-hmm. I love that song. So turn your eyes upon Jesus real quick. And do you have that picture of him? So good. Yeah. And ask him to bring that back to your mind. And if you had trouble getting that picture, mm-hmm. ask him for that later on when you're by yourself. Yeah. But so you so got this good. picture. Yes. And, and so how do you use that picture? Right. So I put myself in those silent time minutes on his lap. And I guess I must have been a younger girl because he leaned down to me. And I was thinking like, well, I'm an adult Lord. Like, Jesus, like, why, why, why are you leaning down? How am I? But I must have been a younger self, essentially. So, you know, these little nuances in these five minutes, I was able to catch that when this was given to me, you know, I had no idea what that was going to mean later. So I was this little girl and, um, but I sat on his lap and then I was asking him like, how do you see me? You know, what, what do you have for me? Ask these big questions. If there's something, this is where you can come with your, deep questions. Like, I mean, I know we're dealing with the love of God, but that place that can be used for that and everything. I mean, I just felt such power and ease there. You know, it was just like the answer to everything. Like you're my refuge, you're my strength, you're my safe place. It it was found in that moment. And so it can be really powerful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So (laughs) I think that we gave them some tools. Yes. Reading a Psalm. Yes. Oh, uh, and I wanted to. Oh, yeah. Do, yeah one more book. Yeah. yeah. This is really good. Sorry. So, this book was given to me by my counselor. It's called Anatomy of the Soul. Mm-hmm. And it's by a doctor named Kurt Thompson, who is a Christian. And um, uh, I just wanted to read you this one part because it'll play into it all. So, he talks about um, a quote from Henry Nowen. So, how could I not love this? He says, um, in one of Henry Nowen's books, Reaching Out, Uh, He proposes that a healthy spiritual life includes three significant features, three legs of a stool upon which everything else rests. They include study of the Bible, prayer, and community. And so I just had to laugh when I read this to Deb because it was like, well, what has she always told us in Help Club? Like, 
read your Bible, pray, and like be fellowship, like talk to people. Well, worship probably too. So maybe we have a four-legged stool, but you get the point. And so then he goes on to say that now and rightly points out that if any one of these three legs is missing, the stool will not will not long stand. So this, I know we don't do formulas, but my gosh, if there ever is one, it's not that's like, a, that's like a Christian discipline. One. Yes. Like, so <laughs> Bible, prayer, community, being yes. with other believers, we're not meant to be alone. Yes. So this yes. was a big part of it. So in the midst of the fire, when you want to curl up in a fetal position and cry, I call Deb <laughs> or call your prayer partner and help right. them. We're this supposed to be praying with a friend. I have a list of people that I can reach out to. And so I like, don't isolate, be with your community. It's such a vital factor. Don't think that it doesn't mean anything. And, and don't think that you're a burden to someone else. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a lesson I've learned. Like reach out for help, say you need help, say whatever. And they'll be there for you. People are dying to help you. I think more than you think. And so, but they can't help you if you don't verbalize right what it is. So reach out, get prayer. Um, so yeah, I felt like it was really important to say those things because it's been like, and and in that you remembered how loved you are. And sometimes the Lord will speak through people to you. And so as much as it was important, I had that alone time. It was also important that I talk to Christians. Yes. Oh yeah. Ah. You guys, you need, that's why we pray together. Yeah. Yeah. And don't be afraid to get help. Like I said, I have a counselor, a wonderful man of God who, mm-hmm. who has been pouring into me over the last year or so. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to get help and um, seek pastors or whoever, and uh, they can help you so that when you're in your weakness, you don't just feel weak, but that you feel the Lord's strength upon you. Absolutely. Yeah. That was so good. Thank you. Yeah. So awesome. Okay. Thank you. I love yes. this. Uh, so I just want to leave you with one thing on page 12. Under the questions to ponder, this is your activity for today during your meeting, or if you're watching this video or listening to the podcast by yourself, it says, take a moment to pour out your heart to God in your journal or on this little printable that Crystal made for us. Right. It's so cute. Yeah. It'll, it'll be in this post. Um, Take a moment to pour out your heart to God in your journal, write out a personal prayer, just like David did in Psalm 13, when he felt far away from God. Write this beautiful portion of scripture as well. Notice at the end when what David says about God, and I'll read it real quick. It says, how long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, Lord, my God, give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death and my enemy will say I have overcome him and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. Mm. And did you see that David finished lamenting, feeling forgotten by God with a true statement but I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. If there is one thing I have learned from struggling through dark and depressing times in my life, it is that we need to ponder the truth as much as possible. Satan wants us to believe the lies he is speaking into our thoughts, but meditating on the never changing, always encouraging word of God will change your heart and mind faster and more permanently than anything else. Mm. So you take this piece of paper or you just use your journal and pour out your heart to God about what you are feeling. Write down any scriptures that are coming to your mind 
And I tell you guys, you will start to, your Mm -hmm. heart will start to turn to God. That's the thing. When we're going through struggles, our hearts, Mm -hmm. a lot of times they don't turn to God like they should. And our hearts need to be turned to the Lord so that we can hear from him so that we can receive his love. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to pray for us. Oh, wait, one last thing. Yes. Because I realized I didn't even really give this enough airtime, but the word beloved has been, I know speaking to you. I love the word yeah. beloved. And I changed my Instagram to living life beloved. Oh, yeah. I I'm always learning, say if I'm I ever got a tattoo, I would like to get beloved. beloved. Yeah. We should it's go like, get tattoos together. I know. No. <laughs> it means that much yeah. to yeah. me. Yeah. So I wanted to share this with you because that is, I feel like it goes hand in hand. When you accept the love of God, you know that you're beloved. You're his beloved. I mean, and there's so many verses that really pour into that and um, that he delights in you. That's the other beautiful thing. And so I just, I wanted to give that a little bit more credence and, and one little last um, plug for life of the beloved. Yes. Yes. That will help you understand. Yes. It will help you now. Okay. Please pray. Okay. I'll pray. (laughs) Uh, Did you love her? Okay. And I'm sorry, this one is a little bit longer, but it was just such a fiery message on both of our hearts that you you know how to tune in to the love of Christ. Okay. Jesus, thank you for all of our friends watching the video or listening on the podcast. I pray a blessing over them. I pray that they will know that you love them, that you will give them time to spend with you, that you will give them scriptures, that you will give them prayers. You'll give them community. You'll give them every single thing that they need in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks for watching guys. God bless you. Bye-bye.